This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast of West London Derby here. And as they say, West London is ours. Brentford 3, QPR 1. And uh, they tried to phase us by switching the way that we kicked in the first half. We normally kick towards the Ealing Road, but they switched it, QPR. Thought they'd phase us, but no. The last team that did that was Luton. And we beat them 7-0. And 3-0 at half-time, QPR must have regretted that move. Great performance by the Bees, and we absolutely and totally dispatched our West London neighbours, did we not? Yeah, I mean, they, to be fair, QPR, they came back a little bit second half, but we were, we were out of sight. That first half, we played some sublime football. They didn't know what hit them. When we were managed by Warburton, we had some away games like that where we were utterly, utterly beaten, and that's what happened to QPR today. West London is ours. West London is totally and utterly ours. This is, this is a really great... Uh, listen, West London derby. We're doing quite well in the West London derbies at the moment, aren't we? We're doing all right. We're doing all right. I was, I was a little bit nervous when we let him back into it a bit in the second half, but no, we're doing we're fantastic. And we're showing the others how it's done. I mean, the first half, we just completely and utterly just did a job on them. We got the goals, we attacked them, and, uh, and, and we delivered, didn't we? We did. We started a bit slow, but, well, you know, it couldn't have got any better. Those three quick relatively quick goals it was it was feeling I was feeling quite relaxed at half time yeah it's good brilliant and, I mean and, and, I mean how was Mark Warburton is he feeling and again this is no listen he's gone now he used to be our manager you know he refused to buy players he, he didn't want to be he didn't want to do the Brentford thing you know he thought that he knew the right way he knew he knew you know how to take the club in a different way and we decided that we had to go in different directions because uh, well Brentford this is what we wanted to do this is, the, this is our direction and he didn't want to be part of that. Absolutely, he must be looking over the way into all this way into Middlesex. He's quite slightly jealous because we've done it the right way. So yeah, he must be slightly regretting what his, his actions back then. So yeah. The bees are going up, people are singing. A little bit premature, but um, but it's looking, it's, we're looking pretty good, don't we? We're looking very good. And I said at the beginning, I didn't say it to anyone, but... I had a feeling they were going to try and spin us around. And the last time we did that, we won 7-0. So, you know, I'm quite superstitious. So, I kind of... They should have done a bit of research. Yeah. (laughs) Now, listen, yeah, first half, though, good, wasn't it? It was great. Fantastic first half. I know they, they, they kind of came back at us in the second, but... 
But we were so solid in defence now, it just doesn't matter. Just and that's great. the thing, it's interestingly, I was talking to new characters before and I was saying QPR scored 11 goals before this match. Uh, QPR, the highest scoring team in the whole of the all four divisions uh, in this decade. They are. That, that was their stat coming into this game. And they came in there quite confident, but I think Brentford weren't worried about that because they thought that we, with our defence, will be able to kind of nullify them, yeah. and we did. And we did, we did. Apart from that one blip, it was pretty... I mean, you know, what can you say? We've got a brilliant defence this season, and let's hope they take us all the way. That's all I can say. Come on, UBs! UBs, UBs. That was, uh, that was quite an enjoyable match, wasn't it? Uh, very enjoyable. It was nice going three up so early, but uh, I think, you know, Q- QPR had a lot of possession. They got some decent players. They tried to play football, which is always nice. Uh, but kind of played into our hands a little bit and uh, we as Croatia had a really high line and we were just lobbing balls over them and running onto them and that paid dividends for us we got a couple of our goals that way and a lot of good chances so uh, yeah uh, we, we really outthought them outplayed them uh, really good performance from us but you know going up 3-0 after half an hour it was just so 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 gorgeous it is it is good it's a great great match in, in a strange way listen I don't want to I want to sort of kind of knock this game and everything like that, but we was hoping for a little bit. I mean, QBR second half they did all right, but we hoping for a little bit more of a fight. And in the first half, it been three 0 up after what half an hour or so like that. It's great, but in a way you're sort of thinking, oh, you know, you know, it's a little bit relaxed, and maybe the team relaxed a little bit in the second half. Yeah, we're never going to come out in the second half and do the same thing again. But the first half and that spell, you know, with the first two goals just took them out of the game really, and the, it was highly impressive in the first half. Could have been. You know, three, four, five. Or sorry, what's three? Could be four, five, six. Um, they tried to cheat by making us kick the other way in the same way as Luton did. Uh, and look what happened to them as well. So obviously we've been kicking the wrong way for 50 years. Uh, second half, Rangers have got some good players. I don't think they're a good team, but they've got some very, very good individuals. And you can see why they create chances and they scored a few goals. But um, defensively, we're still pretty strong as well. And that was a really, really good performance. And and, and, and we couldn't. And this, I mean, it was three. We scored three, but we could have been four because we um we could have stroke should have had a penalty in the first half as well. Yeah, it looked like a penalty scene again. Certainly had a, an arm in the back. Um, I don't really see why we'd have gone down though. But also um, the tackle on Ollie Watkins as well. Obviously, yeah, I, mean, I couldn't see that quite as clearly. But I thought the first half was definitely one. Um, the second one looked like it should have been as well. Uh, I have to see him again on the TV, but. Uh, it was a good performance you know, we're going to score goals everyone we play against aren't we so um, third and rising early early listen early kickoff and you know traditionally we hate early kickoffs you know the vibe normally isn't quite right we normally don't do it especially you know on TV we don't perform but um, it seems like everything is just going our way now we're winning on TV you know we're, you know, we're performing and uh, listen it's a new year and new cheer yeah, it's not very Brentford-like, is it? As you say, Bill, we're winning on TV and the atmosphere today was fantastic. Helps when you're playing Rangers, playing your local rivals, but really, really was a good, good atmosphere and full credit to everybody there. And, you know, we should have been 4-0 up, of course, at half-time. That was a definite penalty on Watkins in the first half. Anybody watching on television will, will tell us that. would be interesting to see. Really great performance. We're on our way up. Um, you know, if I were West Brom, I'd be scared. Scared. <laughs> Scared. Oh, yes, lady. <laughs> Maybe tonight we scored three goals to our delight. <laughs> yeah, well, Bill, wasn't that first half just magic? 
we thought it was all done and dusted and um, yeah we didn't really turn up that much in the second half made it a little bit hard work for us they scored a goal we weren't creating too many chances maybe legs getting a little bit tired but the boys dug in made some substitutions and we got over the line really probably quite easily in the end so if our West Brom leads I'll be watching their fixtures and not looking forward to coming in at Fortress Griffin Park. <laughs> so everyone's coming, everyone's just calmed down a little bit. A little bit of excitement there in that match as well. And listen, it's New Year. We've still got a long way to go, but we're sort of showing people that we can actually do the business, aren't we? We certainly are. I mean, that first half was amazing. I, I, I just, everyone up on their feet. Second half's a bit of a letdown, actually. You just think we sat back, but... I'm still getting used to the fact we've got a team now that can sit back. We can sit back, we can let teams come at us, and it feels quite comfortable. It's nice. I mean, I mean, we're talking, we're talking about game management here as well, because a lot of times, you know, especially if you're talking about QPR, a couple of seasons ago, the game management was pretty poor. We looked like we were winning, and then an extra time, they got that gutter yeah. of a last-minute equaliser, which felt like a loss. But um, that didn't really look like it was going to happen today, did it? No, we, we never looked in danger. We, we, we were in control of it all the way through. The players looked tired, to be honest, so... It was right that we took a breather, and I think they did take a breather. Um, chance to take some, make some subs, second half, give some people a rest. Uh, but they're getting better. You can see the team bonding there. They love playing together, um, which is beautiful. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, I've got to throw a stats. You know, you know, we talk about a lot of stats and bits and pieces between you know ourselves as fans, and uh, you know, we like that area. We don't dwell on it, but we think it's quite good as a bit of a monitor. But from what I've heard in the stats world out there, people who really know, like, these are proper, proper stats people. Brentford are actually not the third, but the second best team in the championship at the moment now. What do you say about that? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I think I've been coming here forever. This is the best team I've ever seen. I mean, as a team, we've got individuals. Ben Rama, I don't think, was on it the first 20 minutes. I thought he was losing the ball quite a lot. But the players around him know that he can produce that magic. And that first goal, I mean, obviously, off the training ground, beautiful to watch. Absolutely beautiful. And we'll be talking about that more in the podcast on Thursday as well, about the stats where Brentford are, talking about where we're going to be this transfer window. And also, I might even throw a little article out there, because I've been written for a, for a week or two. So check it out on besotted.com. But listen, QBR here. It is, uh, we've been, are you feeling confident? I am, uh, I'm starting to feel a little bit confident. I'm, I'm even allowing myself to get a little bit excited. So, uh, come on, you bees. Steady on, come on, you bees. <laughs> Cheers, mate. We got, we, got, we got the Rangers. Listen, the Rangers fans in the house. And uh, like I said to you, yeah, okay, you haven't come from that far. I was going to say, you know, the journey that you've made down, but it's only been about two miles down the road. And, it, you know, I have to say it, and I'm not saying it in a, in a horrible way, but it, it hasn't been the best journey for you, has it? Not at all, not at all. I came hopeful, but I, t- I said the words today. I came hopeful, but I was never optimistic. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's panned out pretty much as I probably thought it was going to. I think Brentford have got players all over the park and uh, don't seem to have any weak links at the moment. It's f- That's a very hard thing to say as a QPR fan. But, but at moments during the game, I think we worried them. I think the second goal, had we got it, would have uh, made it very interesting but I can't complain about the result at all better side one and uh, hats off to them in, in, in the first half I mean it was a bit, a bit of a slow start for Brentford as well QPR you kind of came at us Warburton obviously said to you that you need to be kind of on us very early on and we looked a little bit nervous because it's one of those games but we eventually got into it um, there's a penalty that we thought that we should have got but 
overall, I mean, we were we dominated that first half, didn't we? I honestly, the penalty was, I was genuinely down the other end. So I know managers say they don't see it as a supporter. I, I, I know he was running behind him. It looked like from where, from where I was, those ones are normally given. Um, I was surprised it wasn't given. I'm not sure how much contact there was. Brentford by far the better side after the last ten minutes. After that, once they got the one up, it was a it was a, a little bit embarrassing. And uh, we, you know, Rangers have got some good players. We have got some good players in some good areas. We didn't make the most of it. Um, and that's you know, and I'm not just blowing Brentford. Uh, that's partly because they are, but Brentford have got. They know how to manage a game now, and uh, once they were one or two new up, it, it was it was going to be very, very hard for us to get out to it. And I, and I mean that. I thought, you know, to be fair to Rangers, I thought we came back in the second half. Although Brentford will probably say they were controlling the game, I don't think the ref did us any favours, and I don't think it's a che- I think it's a cheap thing for fans to say as well. But I, I do believe that, and um, and it, I don't want to blame particular players for QPR today, other than to say that all-round Brentford were better and uh, deserved the win. And I'm going to just say, I mean, your manager, we've got to say this, that there's a couple of links in there. Um, Mark Warburton obviously managed us. He, he got us uh, pr- uh, promoted from Division 1. And then, like I said to you, he got us to the, you know, to the playoff championship. We had a really exciting year that year. You know, things didn't go quite according to plan because he really wasn't on the same page as, uh, as our owner. And uh, he wanted to take things in a different direction, unfortunately. And uh, so things didn't quite work out. So he's ended up with you. But how is Warburton for you? Right, again, for me, I think he's, I think he's almost perfect for Queen's Park Rangers where we are at the moment. We haven't got any money. I mean, you've got to understand that for the last two or three years, all QPR have done is, is sell players, get rid of players. So the lads that are put together today are basically, and I'm not uh, trying, to, trying to say they're not a good place where they are, but they've been brought together pretty much on a shoestring, and some of them are very good. Some are very good. Some of them are, are, are kind of probably struck at that level. But um, Warburton's well, perfect for us, I feel. I think he, he's, he's very good with um, uh, the media, but he's also very good at talking to fans about what's going forward or how we see going forward very honest um, I've got no problem with Warburton people I knock around with I've got no particular problem with Warburton what we have got a problem with is keep losing to Brentford <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't really laugh at that mate. I just couldn't help myself so yeah that, that hurts it does hurt uh, but uh, you know um, you know that's kind of being a football fan isn't it smiles all round and uh like I said, there's not, not one beast fan out there who is uh, very happy with the events of today. No, it was, just, it was brilliant, wasn't it? I mean, it was just everything that we needed um, just to carry on this push. And like I said on the podcast, you know, you can talk about who wants it more and all that rubbish, but ultimately we are a better team than them. And, and 3-1, you know, played it out. It was exactly kind of what I expected. And, and again, it's line of what you expected, and it's not something that we discussed before. But I mentioned it a little bit earlier in the podcast. And we're going to talk about this probably more in the weekday podcast as well, and probably I might write a little article on it. But like I said, you're in the stats world out there. People, like I said, to you might, may or not be into the XG, but they use this information to make decisions. And uh, the stats people out there are saying that Brentford are actually by far the second best team in the division at the moment. Now, does that surprise you? Uh, well, on XG, I don't think it particularly does because. If you take out... Again, just, just sorry to correct you. An extra, it's just whatever they... Okay, they, yeah. they, they the, the, the people who are not, not just equity, but all the markers that they use, whether, I don't know, strength of squad, depth of squad, all this kind of stuff, they've thrown it into the pot and they're saying that we are the second best team in the division at the moment. Well, 
the point I was going to make was certainly on XG where we are we look very strong going forwards and we look very strong at the back I've got no doubt that we would be in the top two in the league and the rest of it hopefully takes a bit more into account um, so yeah I look how, how, when was the last time you felt this confident playing watching us play football games in the championship I, I was, we were talking earlier and saying you know trying to compare back to the championship season under Warburn well obviously we're flying high but I reckon that season we at this point in that season we were looking behind us but actually we're looking we're looking forwards at the moment um, so, so this, gonna, is, this gonna, is unreal we're going to discuss this a lot more on Wednesday but again this is part of the conversation where you know it's all about you know this time you know we were fifth you know under Warburton at this stage but we were this, this, people will say punching above your weight other people would say yeah. um, you know other people would say and in the XG world they would say that you've had a bit of luck and uh, but in the Warburton we were doing really well we were in the playoff zone but we were probably higher than we should have been whereas now we are probably even lower than we should be and if and this feels different to me this feels very very different that Warburton season I just felt we were hanging in there we were hanging in there we were hanging in there but for me this feels like we're there um, now we just need to go forwards the only slightly disconcerting thing is it's very very tight still amongst the top 10 teams and the top two unfortunately are a distance ahead of us but there's still a fair few games to go this season so we keep ploughing on and we keep doing what we did today so the general consensus is people are fairly happy with that Oh, you, you couldn't not be happy with that. I thought QPR looked decent for the first like part of that match. We sussed them out a bit. And then to be 3 it up after half an hour, just a little over half an hour, and and a goal and a you know a penalty that we should have had as well. So it could have been four. But you know, I, I think we managed that brilliantly second half. 3 it up at the break. Uh, it's about getting three points. For a fan's point of view, I think we would love to have rubbed their noses in it and run out five or six. But, you know, if we're going to just go three points, that's one. The game was one at half time, and the second half, yeah, it's a shame we conceded. But I, I thought today was just an excellent demonstration of how good we are. And I, I, I do have to say that it was funny that Sky commentators had to apologise for the you're being fucked by a bus stop. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, let's say if anyone's heard this, we have to apologise. And the song was "You're Being Fucked by a Bus Stop," which is the most surreal song you've ever heard. But if you know, you know. You do know, and uh, a lot of people out there, as you said, as we said, we are a bus stop in Hounslow. And the people that might be listening to this, they don't know. QPR saying to us, "You're just a bus stop in Hounslow," and then we absolutely tonked them, and we turned the, the song over and claimed it as our own, and then we sing. We are just a bus stop in Hounslow, and then there's various different sort of versions of that song, and one of them was sung today, and uh, yeah, and, uh, and Sky weren't happy. No, no, but you know, again, it sounds a bit boring, really. But actually, I'm going to really enjoy the rest of today. I'm going to enjoy that win, but it's about Huddersfield now. We have to move on, and uh, it sounds a bit dull saying that, but I'm looking forward to next Saturday. We proved that we can go to Huddersfield now, and we. We've got nothing really to fear. We, as long as we don't go and lose 1-0, which we're capable of doing. But I think we're on a bit of a roll now. I, re- I, really, I, re- I really do think that Brentford are the real deal. And uh, we, have to, we have to tuck in. And we will. Go on, you bees. So here we go. Listen, it's like a, it's a yearly tradition. Every time Brentford play QBR, I'll get... Listen, 
As you probably know, there's a, there's a little family here. One of the Besotted crew is a Brentford fan and his brother is a QBR fan. And I'll get them both on the podcast every, uh, every QBR game. And uh, every time, uh, you, I have to stop you from slitting your wrist, don't I? Yes. And yes. same again now. I've, I've taken yes. away the razor blades. I'll keep your wrist off. You've done this again. Done this again. I mean, but uh, at the beginning, you must have thought, you know, beginning of that match, you must have thought, actually, we might get something out of this. Nah, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. It comes down to who's a better run club. You boys are a good run club, better run than us. We have to learn from you boys. Again, but you've Job got done. you've got good players. You've got Essie. I mean, like Essie, yeah, you know, and also um, what's the Samuels? What's his name? Um, you know, you've got some good players there. You know, you've got um, listen. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to help you here. I know, but you can't help me. It's like you're clips enough now. You're doing this. You know what I mean, like. We should be run like you boys are run. That's what it should be. You know what I mean? Like, you're well on club. We ain't. Job done. But, but listen, you scored, done. You, scored, you scored 11 I'm goals coming in. I'm going now, I'm going now. Give me a kiss. I'm going kiss. Okay, I've been kissed by a QPR fan. Fair, fair play to him. He's got, I'll leave him. And uh, that's it. But fair play. To be fair, he, he takes the interview every single time. And uh, maybe next time it might be different. Where uh, it didn't. I've got the brother as well. I've just spoken to your brother. And uh, it's like a serial interview, is it? You know, every time we play KPR, I interview your brother afterwards. Yeah. Uh, he's not happy, and uh, we are. And uh, did you think it was going to be any different this time? Well, I just wondered, maybe just um, I've got a bit of a sore throat, so maybe just if you can cut the clip from last year <laughs> and play it again, that would, that would suit me. And the year before. And the year before, and the year before that. <laughs> I've been singing a lot today, mate. I'm absolutely buzzing. The BMW are on fire. We've got it. Oh baby, we've got it. <laughs> Wakids, my boy, Mo, Saeed, Ben Rama, we're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. So listen, the songs are all there. No, but um, what else could I say? Listen, this is the Besotted Prada. Listen, I, I can't, can't go in after that. I mean, this is the Besotted Prada West Long the podcast. Jimmy Max singing, his brother crying, <laughs> the razor blades in the bin. You know, it's been an absolutely terrific, tremendous afternoon. Uh, check out our podcast on Thursday, Pride of West dot London. We got Huddersfield on Saturday. It's going to be a big game. Don't forget, first of May, Friday, the first of May is going to be the end of season um, do. And we've got two big players already lined up. They're massive as well. It's going to be Ian Ealy. Look out for the tickets on Pride of West dot London as well, or Besotted dot com. But uh, and radio show on Monday as well on Love Sport Radio. But other than that, I'm going to uh, say I've got all the characters in the house as we say. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.